0: Hello, this is Mark Rickle with Lessig Camper Communications. Uh, For more than a dozen years, we've had the privilege to work with the faculty and staff at Ohio Connections Academy, which is a statewide tuition-free online public charter school. Uh, Serving more than 5,000 students across Ohio, we've had the opportunity to meet so many students, families, and teachers who have benefited from working and learning in a virtual classroom. Uh, Virtual school is a great fit for a variety of students, and each student is unique. Those who attend Ohio Connections Academy come from different backgrounds and choose full-time online school for various reasons. Uh, Some students prefer to take ownership of their education and benefit from the flexibility that a virtual school offers, while others are looking for a more consistent, safe learning environment. This year marks Ohio Connections Academy's uh, 20th anniversary, and we're joined by OCA Superintendent Marie Hanna. And a teacher and a 2012 Ohio Connections Academy graduate, Donnell L. Chris, who will share with us how their online platform has evolved over the years. And while technology may, be, may have improved, uh, student engagement and parent involvement remains uh, very important priorities in the virtual classroom. This is Talking Points. So uh, thank you, Marie and Donnell, for joining us. Uh, Marie, we'll start with you. Uh, you've been with the school for 18 years. Uh, talk about what the virtual classroom looked like uh, when you joined OCA in, in 2005 and from those early days and and how you believe it has evolved over the years.
1: Well, I think we've learned a, a tremendous amount about pretty much every aspect of online learning. Um, first of all, the the technology itself it's it's kind of like you know, I talked to people about how it was like pong, <laughs> uh, especially with just emerging with the live lesson technology. It was very baby steps. Now we have uh, live lesson abilities to do breakout rooms to do all kinds of functionality. Where teachers can actually join the student and annotate. There's just so much that the technology brings to all of this. Um, I think we all, parents understand a little more what's expected at an e school than they did uh, years ago. Um, we've learned a lot about engagement and how important that is, and research that backs how we engage students. Um, well, I mean, it's really just kind of an all-encompassing, you know, change in, in pretty much instructional delivery, what we know about, you know, what our platform can do um, and what we know about keeping the students and parents engaged.
0: Well, and then you, you mentioned the uh, live lesson. Uh, a lot of folks, I mean, that's that's where the student and the teacher and their cohorts or their fellow students connect on a regular basis. So let's, let's go to you, Donnell. Now, your first experiences at Ohio Connections Academy were as a student. Uh, when did you enroll in Connections Academy originally?
2: I have to think a moment there. Um, I enrolled in Ohio Connections Academy in the school year of 2006-2007 um, as a seventh grade student.
0: Okay. And then what was it that made you choose OCA when it was still relatively new?
2: I was traditionally homeschooled prior to enrolling with Ohio Connections Academy. And uh, my parents knew that I wanted to go to college and they didn't have the ability to get me there on their own to travel down that pathway. So I had the option of online or brick and mortar
0: And I didn't
2: want all the drama. I wanted to learn. I wanted an education. So we chose the online setting to give me the flexibility to continue um, working with my father and helping him with his uh, self-business that he had, as well as letting me focus on my education without having to worry about all that extra drama of being a teenager.
0: (laughs) And then you graduated, uh, like I said, in, in 2012 and then went to college and then returned to be a teacher. So talk about what inspired you during your time there to become a teacher and then to actually come back to OCA.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, one teacher in mine comes to mind when I was inspired to be a teacher, and that was Mrs. Mindy Pyle. She was my math, eighth grade math teacher with the school. And the time she took to work with me one-on-one and show me that math was not evil and things like that <laughs> really inspired me um, to become a teacher, specifically a math teacher. Um, and when I went to college, I did college in three years um, with the skills I learned at OCA to be able to advocate for my own learning. Um that I always knew I wanted to come back and support students in this environment to be able to work with those students one-on-one to help them find their own pace of learning.
0: And then, so what did the online classroom look like back then when you first enrolled?
2: Oh my, the changes we've had. um, Pretty much everybody used PowerPoint and uploaded those in the lessons. Um, Now we have a lot of other technology. We can use Nearpod where the kids get to interact or the kids can share their screens and write on the screens. Um, Classes were not allowing as many students as we can now. So not everybody was able to partake because of the limited space. Um, But so definitely some change in that live lesson structure and those available resources that have evolved over the time. Yeah.
0: So it sounds to me, you know, looking back at at those and, and Marie, you know, tell me if I'm wrong, but, you know, um, you know, everyone, it seemed like when we talk to students now, they, 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 love the flexibility. They love the individualized approach where they can work at their own pace. The, uh, curriculum meets them where they are academically. Uh, and then, but yet over the years, the engagement, the, the student engagement has improved over the years, but another fundamental, um, thing that really is necessary is the parent involvement. So, I mean, where are we now with with all of that?
1: I think we are consistently working with our families. We've looked at different ways of onboarding families. We do a lot virtually now where we have virtual sessions. We have Learning Coach University where we have different um, webinars that that just inform families of all you know types of of different um, aspects of of student learning, um, and and we have um, we have a consistent learning coach area in our Conexus where families can go and just take a little quick little course in things like um, my student is is having a problem you know managing their time or. Or how how do I help my child be better organized? And all of those kinds of parental pieces. And um, our you know our research shows when parents partake in those little mini courses, their child is more successful. So that's you know we're, we're real learning that 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 stuff is really really important, and we just need to encourage as many families as we can to partake in, and take and in, in the resources that we try to that we provide for families
0: and and donnell as a teacher um i mean you said as a student that you had the ability to just kind of manage your own schedule kind of um, shape your own academic experience as a teacher what do you think how does this you know working in the online classroom how does that affect how does that impact or what is the biggest benefit for you
2: Yeah, you really see where the, you really meet the students where they are to support them. Like we have a lot of students here that are gymnasts or um, in the past I've had a singer that was spent half of her time in California. Um, So with that flexibility, we're able to support the students in their hobbies or in their, a lot of them make careers out of it at this point of what they're doing, but still allowing them to earn a quality education in the process of them taking those sports or those personal interests to a further level. Um, we're able to help them change their schedule. So if they need to have a lighter day on Wednesday because of whatever event, we can help them create a schedule to that accommodates where they're at
0: and and then as being a uh, a teacher, um, you know, how does that? How do you think that is? Is it feel empowering for you to be able to work with the students at that level?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I love when a student reaches out and um, either schedules a time that works for them, so it allows me to meet the students where they are by some of these tools that let the kids schedule or webmail me um, with our new phone systems the students can have texted me pictures of what they're working on and I've worked back and forth with them sending me pictures back and forth of what their math problem is and um, it helps me meet them where they're at or using mics and live lessons. We had a student that was a little struggling a little bit on it but the classmates supported it and um, I was able to support them, and the mom texted me afterwards saying the confidence the student had after, even though he struggled, the confidence it built between the peer support as well as mine.
0: And then, Marie, beyond all the changes um, that we've just been talking about, you um, e- you know you've been on the front line at the state house uh, working with uh, you know education stakeholder groups and advocacy works and you know you've been at the state house day at online learning day and you know with the changes that have taken place but over the years do you think attitudes about online learning have changed as well
1: uh i think for a lot of our families uh, here in ohio and across the country they didn't learn about online learning now we do know there was a difference between emergency online learning and uh quality online learning but i think everybody got exposed and they do know that this is something that is possible for their for a student to pursue i i think for a lot of people if if they were able to take a course, if their child was able to take just a course, I think they'd be really open to online learning um as as a as a thing, because honestly, if you look around, colleges are doing all online learning, um, all this training that I know that we have to go through now is all online. So that kind of mode of of receiving, uh, training or learning online, I think is has become acceptable uh, to to folks. I think it's just a matter of whether uh, full-time online learning is a little different because it is a big commitment and mm-hmm. and a student has to be kind of self-motivated to to handle that situation. But I think people are definitely open to, online learning as
0: a, as a mode of, of learning, sure. Yeah, and I think it's, yeah, it's become a little bit more mainstream, you're right, and, yeah. and so you don't know what you don't know, and then when you try it, you oh, okay, and, and you know, this, is, there's a lot of the aha moments that, uh, I've seen is, uh, when, when the student is, um, you know, doing their work, staying on track, and that they've got flexibility to kind of control their own educational experience. Uh, But as you've said over, you know, many, many times, it's not for every student.
1: Well, definitely not full-time online learning. I think that, honestly, taking a course online probably is for everybody. Um, I think that that courses and online learning is is pretty uh, universal. I think Mm -hmm. that everybody can uh, take part in that. I think that when we're talking about online, virtual, full time, all day learning that, yeah, you know, we just need to make sure our families understand what the commitment is.
0: And you've you've done a lot of changes in that regard to kind of help folks understand what is expected, not only of the student, but also as the as the, the parent, parent caregiver or what you call the learning coach. Right.
1: We invite our learning coaches. We have uh, several sessions for our learning coaches before and right after school starts Invite all our new learning coaches to sessions. Uh. In addition to all the sessions that go on those first few days with the teacher, we actually have separate events in the evening where we invite all our new learning coaches to just kind of go over what's expected and how things work at the school and get them a little more comfortable, have them meet some teachers. So, yeah, it's very important to us to do everything we can to give everyone a good start and again, I know in our Connexus system, our families have access to learning coach uh, lessons and, and webinars and things to, to help support them too.
0: Great. Well, and as, we, as I mentioned at the start, you know, this is the 20th anniversary of Ohio Connections Academy. Um, quite the milestone. Um, what's going to be happening at the school this year to celebrate or to mark the occasion?
1: We are planning an event this spring. It's still shaping up. We're thinking of having sort of a walk run event and to invite people that were with us over the 20 years. There's, you know, we've been in contact with the person that was the principal back in 2003. And uh, we want to have a little celebration party uh, type of thing and invite Different people that have been with us for the 20 years uh, to enjoy. And, and of course, our families will be invited as well.
0: Great. Well, again, the, that was Marie Hannah and Donnell Chris from Ohio Connections Academy. Um, thank you for joining us today. And as always, I mean, congratulations on the 20 years. All
1: right. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to Talking Points. You can download previous podcast episodes by visiting lessitcamper.com slash talking points or searching directories such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google.